0: St. Theodosia of Constantinople lived during the 8th century and was born in answer to the fervent prayers of her parents. After their death she was raised at the Women's Monastery of the Holy Martyr Anastasia in Constantinople. After distributing what remained of her parental inheritance to the poor, she became a nun. She also used part of the money to commission gold and silver icons of the Savior, the Theotokos and St. Anastasia, When Leo the Asurian ascended the throne, he issued an edict that holy icons be destroyed everywhere. Above the bronze gates at Constantinople was a bronze icon of the Savior, which had been there for more than 400 years. In 730, the iconoclast Patriarch Anastasius ordered that the icon be destroyed. The virgin martyr Theodosia and other women used to protect the icon and toppled the ladder with a soldier who was carrying out the command. The women then stoned Patriarch Anastasius. Emperor Leo ordered the women to be dealt with. Saint Theodosia, an ardent defender of icons, was thrown in prison. She was given 100 lashes a day for over one week. On the eighth day, she was led through the city, being beaten along the way. Ultimately, one of the soldiers used a ram's horn to finish her, and she received the crown of martyrdom. Following the triumph of orthodoxy over iconoclasm, she was recognized as a martyr and saint, and the body of the Holy Virgin Martyr was reverently buried by Christians in Euphemia Monastery in Constantinople, near a place called Dexacritus. The tomb of St. Theodosius was glorified by numerous healings of the sick. The Holy Priest Joseph, born in Constantinople to pious parents named Photinos and Theoctiste, was the brother of St. Theodore the Studite, and together they pursued a life of asceticism under the guidance of their uncle St. Platon, in the monastery of St. John the Theologian at Sacurian of Bithynia. He and his brother opposed the unlawful marriage of the emperor Constantine VI to their first cousin Theodote, known as the Moetian Controversy. The emperor divorced his wife Maria of Omnia, who had failed to provide him with a male heir and married his mistress Theodote, an unpopular and canonically illegal act. Although the Patriarch Terasos did not publicly speak against it, he did refuse to officiate the marriage. Popular disapproval was expressed by Theodote's uncle, Platon of Saccharoian, who even broke communion with Terasios for his passive stance. Platon's intransigence led to his own imprisonment, while his monastic supporters were persecuted and exiled to Thessaloniki from 795 to 798. After this, they went to Constantinople and settled at the Studion Monastery. Because of his virtuous life, Joseph was unanimously chosen Archbishop of the city of Thessaloniki in 807. In 809, Joseph was scourged, then banished to a barren island for his opposition to the elevation of Nikephoros from that of a layman to a patriarch. This was decided by a synod of the time. The Emperor Michael Rangabi freed Archbishop Joseph from imprisonment. Under the Emperor Leo V, the Armenian, the Holy Her- Hierarch and his brother St. Theodore suffered once more for their veneration of holy icons. Though they subjected him to, t- to scourging, he remained steadfast in his faith. The iconoclast emperor ordered him to sign the iconoclast confession of faith, and when he refused, they threw him into an even more foul prison. Under the emperor Michael the Stammerer, Joseph was set free, together with other monks who had suffered for the veneration of icons. He spent his final years at the Studion Monastery, where he died on July 15, 832. In 844, under Patriarch Methodius, the relics of his brother Theodore were returned to the Studion Monastery. St. Joseph is renowned as a hymnographer, and is often confused with St. Joseph, the hymnographer, who reposed in 866. He composed Triodia for Holy Week, several Stichera of the Tridion, a canon for the Sunday of the Prodigal Son, which is filled with the spirit of profound repentance, and other hymns. He wrote several sermons for feast days, of which the best known is The Homily on the Exaltation of the Honorable and Life-Giving Cross of the Lord.